Virginia man gifts wife winning $10 million lottery ticket for Valentine's Day. I mean, imagine if you literally won $10 million on Valentine's Day. That would be pretty amazing. So let's get right into it. So forget flowers and chocolates, a Virginia man spared no expense for Valentine's Day by giving his wife his $10 million lottery ticket. Stay-at-home mom, Maria Chica's husband, bought the Extreme Million Scratcher ticket at the In-N-Out Mart on Mathis Avenue in Manassas a few days before the romantic holiday, the state lottery said. Okay, so that's cool. So the odds of winning the top prize was 1 in 2,937,600. Wow. So the, he bought the ticket at the In-N-Out Mart. Yep, yep, yep. After realizing he had a winner, the happy hubby called Maria to share the good news. Aw, you're lying, she told him. I thought he was joking, the resident of Haymarket in Prince William County told lottery officials. I just won $10 million. Extreme millions. That's pretty cool. So the store receives a $50,000 bonus from the Virginia Lottery for selling the winning ticket. But he was not kidding and turned the ticket into the perfect Valentine's Day gift for his stunned better half who had the choice of taking the full amount over 30 years or a one-time cash option of $6,570,302 before taxes. And she chose the latter. The store, meanwhile, receives a $50,000 bonus from the Virginia Lottery for selling the winning ticket, the fourth and final top prize in Extreme Millions Scratcher Game. It is the Virginia Lottery's policy to end Scratcher Games after that last top prize is claimed, the lottery said. And of course, the odds of the winning the top prize were 1 in 2,937,600. Now, here's the thing that people got to understand, right? The one-time cash option, like $6,570,302, is before taxes, right? So, even though she won $10 million, basically, practically half of that went away because the lottery just, you know, gives them the one slump, basically cuts a huge portion of it out, then you have this amount, then you got to pay taxes on this, so really, you're kind of probably looking at more like $4 million, $5 million-ish that you're actually keeping, right? Which is uh, pretty darn sad when you really think about it, right? Because you think, oh, I'm going to make $10 million. No, you're not going to make $10 million, right? Like, this is like super depressing. And this is one of the reasons why people who end up typically winning the lottery lose every single cent. They lose every single dollar because they assume that they're actually going to make the $10 million when they're not, right? They're really going to be basically having only like $5 million roughly actually in their bank account when everything's said and done, right? So... This is where a lot of people can get into a lot of trouble, 
Because if you get someone who ends up winning a big amount of money, they get this massive windfall of money, but they have no understanding of finances, you're basically screwed, right? Because you're going to be tempted to start spending money like crazy. You're going to be tempted to go buy a brand new car. You're going to be tempted to buy a pretty nice house, all this sort of stuff. And before you know it, you've actually ended up spending more money than you actually made because you didn't even factor in the taxes that you were actually going to have to pay. So it's something to really think about. This is why... Well, one of the reasons why a lot of lottery winners, especially the bigger prize amounts, like this prize amount, typically will lose every single cent and then some within five years of winning the lottery. So if I was this individual or her husband or all that kind of stuff, what I would really suggest to them is, well, for technically the husband, don't quit his job. Keep working there for maybe like a year or two. Like keep up like a kind of like normal consistent schedule. Let it like actually absorb. Let it sit in. They're like, hey, wait a minute. I'm actually a millionaire right now. I'm actually filthy rich right now, but it doesn't really have any big impact on my life, right? That's the way for they to really like think about it because if you just quit your job automatically or right away and then you start kind of like living off of this money without really any game plan you can kind of get screwed but if you still work at your job kind of do your normal thing for about a year the novelty of you winning this amount of money wouldn't pull on your emotions so much which means that you could typically make more sound decisions that are not based off any emotion for your best interest, right? And at that point, if you wanted to quit your job, you could because you know that if you budget your money correctly, you would never physically have to work ever again if you budget your money correctly. And that's something that people really need to understand. And sometimes having this amount of money could actually be negative for you. So what do I mean by this? It's kind of like the same kind of concept of like for an individual who ends up like retiring early, right? Sometimes it could actually be a negative because you kind of start to lose any sort of drive at all, right? And you end up basically passing away very quickly, right? It's like the same kind of concept of like you have a married couple they both retire and one of them ends up passing away pretty quickly because they're not really working towards anything, which then causes the other one to pass away quickly as well because then they no longer have their partner. So it's just something to really think about. Sometimes, like the, uh, is actually more costly or like more of a negative than it is actually a positive. Now, here's the thing. No one's going to ever complain about getting millions of dollars into their bank account. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that if they do not treat this respectfully, right, if they do not respect this amount of money correctly, it will actually end up causing them more harm than actual good. So if I was them, stay with your job for at least a year, 
don't really spend your money on really anything at all except for maybe just paying off your debts if you have debts. Other than that, don't do anything with the money other than obviously pay your taxes on it because you have to do that. But just live your normal life, right? And if you can live your normal life without really dipping much into this massive windfall, then you know that you could keep this up for a long time, right? Because you're not making any massive changes. So also, for an example, to really maintain a good lifestyle with this sort of money, let's say that she's a single mom, he makes however much money, right? So for that first year, just bump up like his income, as an example, by like 10 or 20,000, right? Nothing crazy, but just 10 or 20,000, right? So technically speaking, you have an extra 10 or 20,000 to kind of like live your life for that year, right? Like you're slowly increasing your potential lifestyle inflation, right? So you're slightly increasing the type of lifestyle that you might have, right? And you want to gradually do it, right? Very slowly increase your lifestyle. And the reason why you want to do it very slowly is so that, one, you don't run out of money right away, but then two, it allows you to, like, basically enjoy every step of, like, getting into a higher income bracket, right? So let's just say, as an example, let's say that he only makes 50k per year, right? Well, for the first year of this money, if he stays within his job, just talk, like, you know, tap on or tack on an extra 20000 So now they have a household income of $70,000. But they still have this money, obviously, in the bank account that they don't have immediate access to. So now they're living off of $70,000. And then maybe the next year is now $90,000. And the next year after that, maybe $130,000. Next year after that, maybe $200,000 for that year right? You want to slowly increase it so that they can still enjoy their life. They can still enjoy everything that they basically want. Because here's the thing that people need to understand, right? In terms of lifestyle, right? There's not really that big of a difference between like $70,000, $100,000, $200,000, $400,000, in terms of what it really provides for you, right? Oh, okay, after a certain point, you could get a nicer car. Oh, after a certain point, you could get a nicer house. Okay, what's the difference between that house and another house? Not really much, right? So something to really understand, and this is why I really want someone who wins this type of money to slowly increase their, you know, spending every year because it allows them to really understand that there really isn't that much difference. But if you go from like $50,000 a year to now you have $6 million in the bank, well, guess what? Now you're going to be tempted to go buy that million-dollar home. Now you're going to be tempted to go buy like a Lamborghini or two matching Lamborghinis, right? You're going to be tempted to do really bad purchases for really no reason. Even though they could technically afford it long term, they would not be able to keep up that lifestyle expenditure. But if they slowly creep up their income every single year by a certain ratio, 
guess what? They could do that for decades without really ever running out of money. And that's something to really understand. If you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40 com. And by the way, if you ever won the lottery, what would you do? Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, Go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.